Grace, mercy, and peace be yours from God our Father, through His Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The Word of God that calls for our attention this morning comes to us from the Old Testament reading from Genesis chapter 2, particularly verse 25. And the man and his wife were both naked and were not ashamed. So far our text. From the readings this morning, you probably were thinking, okay, there's a whole lot of marriage talk here. It's going to be a great marriage sermon. I decided to go a different way. There are probably thousands of other places you can look online today and find this very same text used to preach a wedding sermon. But today I want to focus not on the marriage aspect, but on life. And how life was for Adam and Eve in the garden, but also how God wants life to be for us. So yes, for those with small children and for those with... uh, Larger children, yes, the word naked will be used several times. So please, make sure they don't giggle. I'm watching you. See, this is the problem with sitting up front, Sam. All right, But nakedness was Adam and Eve's reality. There was no need for clothing in the Garden of Eden because there was nothing for them to hide. There was nothing that they wanted to hide from God or from each other. They lived a very open life, which is what we were all created to do. But thanks to their actions in the garden, nakedness has now become shameful in our society. And I could go on a tirade as to how the shame has been promoted and uh, celebrated, but that's not the point of the sermon this morning. The point of the sermon is nakedness now reveals our flaws. Nakedness points out the imperfections among us. And all of this happens because Eden's bliss was shattered through one sin. Through one man's trespass, sin came into the world. And with sin came death. But also came the knowledge of our need for sacrifice and salvation is revealed. But today, and as it's been since Adam and Eve were kicked out of the garden, we don't like to be vulnerable to each other. Even those who have been married many, many years still have issues with being completely open. And for those of you who have been married more than 20 years and have surpassed me, if I'm wrong, please let me know. Not right now, you can wait till after the service, because you know, you're good German Lutherans. But we don't like to be vulnerable with other people, because we know that in our vulnerability, that gives them something that they might be able to use against us. And God also uses it against us. Throughout the Bible, He uses nakedness as a sign of judgment. Because before God, every covering is stripped away. It doesn't matter how many layers you try to put on it. To God, they might as well be transparent. Job says in response to his friends who are trying to cheer him up, Sheol, the grave, is naked before God. In Abaddon, the abyss has no covering. Even in death, there is no cover before God. And he talks through Isaiah. As my servant Isaiah has walked naked and barefoot for three years is a sign and a portent against Egypt and Cush, 
so shall the king of Assyria lead away the Egyptian captives and the Cushite exiles, both the young and the old, naked and barefoot, with buttocks that can cover the nakedness of Egypt. And all of his talk about the great judgment that is coming upon all the nations, not only Israel and Judah, but all the surrounding ones as well. There is that sign that everything will be laid bare. That's exactly what Judgment Day also causes us a little bit of trepidation about. Because there it doesn't talk about nakedness, but in Revelation 20 it talks about all the books being opened and all the deeds of mankind being read. Every single one of them. Because everything is open to God. Including the greatest point of judgment at all. Jesus on the cross. Now most of our crucifixes, most of the crucifixes you'll see, have Jesus with a loincloth around his waist. But that was not there. That was part of the humiliation of crucifixion. It's to be hung up completely naked to the entire world to be seen. And in that naked shame, Jesus offered on the cross his body and his blood for the forgiveness of sins. Because you and I want what only Jesus could have. That time where we had no flaws. That point where we don't have to cover anything anymore. After eating the fruit from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, Adam and Eve saw their nakedness. Not in the unashamed of a moment earlier, but in deep shame. Not only from God, but from each other as well. So they sewed fig leaves together to cover their own nakedness. But as we sang a few moments ago, only God can cover sin. As He took their leafy garments and clothed them with their shame with skin. That day of sacrifice that dawned in the first verse of our sermon hymn came as the first sacrifice made for mankind were the animals whose skins would be used for Adam and Eve's clothing. That would be seen as the covering that would be ours in Christ. The love that robes us with the raiment worn by all who feast above. Those who have come through the great tribulation of Revelation 7 and have washed their robes white in the blood of the Lamb. Reminding us of that happening in our lives as well. As the robe of Christ's righteousness was given to us in the waters of baptism. Our sins forgiven there. Put on Jesus on the cross and judged already. So that we may live open and naked lives before God. Because that truly will be our state in heaven. And yes, Everything talks about white robes being worn, and that's probably very well true. But not naked in the sense of not having clothing, but naked in the sense of not needing covering. Not having anything to hide. So we can say, come Jesus, come. Lost paradise restore. Lead past the angel's flaming sword. Come open heaven's door. Knowing But that is what the crucifixion is all about. Not just the death 
of the Savior. That's just the one side of the coin. But the other side that overshadows it, His resurrection, where He does open heaven's door for you and for me. Showing us that there is nothing to fear in this life because of what is to come. And encouraging us until the last day to live a naked and open life. Open and honest about our sinfulness, but also about our salvation. Having no shame. Not in what we've done. Not in what we've left undone. As we confessed earlier. But knowing that before God, we are an open book. We are completely naked. But in Christ, we are also completely clean and pure. Amen.